Hey, what's up, folks? Welcome back to another episode of 3D Hangouts. My name is Noah Ruiz. I'm a designer here at Adafruit, and joining me every week is my brother Pedro. Good morning, everybody. Pedro's Creative Tech here at Adafruit, and every week we're here to share 3D printer projects featuring electronics from Adafruit. That's right. This is where we combine 3D printing and DIY electronics to smash them together in slow motion. Hello, everybody. We are hanging out in the Discord chat room. If you'd like to hang out with us during the show, we have a Discord chat room that we can join in. We're in the live broadcast chat room channel, and you can go to the Discord server by hitting up the URL discord.gg slash Adafruit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everybody in all of the chat rooms, we're on Twitch, Facebook, Periscope, YouTube. <laughs> all the places. LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Woof. Good morning to Hi, LinkedIn. Shout out to all of the regulars, Mr. Certainly Bruce. Hey, bros. Yep, Dewester, Jim Hendrickson, Hugo, uh, George. George. Hello, good morning. YouTube, we have Yang, uh, Yankee, Hello. Uh, Patrick, Rankin. Tim uh, Henderson uh, on Discord. HN, Frank Sunburn. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, Hang thank out. you for joining us. We're going to jump right into the show. Um, let's uh, check in all the things. You good? I mean, yeah, maybe you're good, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> you can't hear you? Is that the problem? Yeah. Okay. All right, well, we'll have to share, share stuff. It's been a while since we've had audio issues, so it's bound to happen. How about now? Well, um, you got a delay, so why don't you plug in... I don't know, I plug in over here. Good thing we have some time, right? Um, I don't have any headphones. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> uh, do it again. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, you're fine. I see your inputs. All right, sweet. Let's jump right into the stuff. So if you head on over to adafruit.com slash free, you can get some freebies that are still going on. Um, limited time only, right? So check out the site. We still have 100 days of masking. We're getting closer to the end of that promotion. So if you want to get your orders in, any order that's a dollar or more, you get this free black surgical style mask for US orders only. And if you have yourself an extra mask, be sure to gift it to somebody. Uh, and then there's other tiers. So go to adafruit.com slash free uh, to get all the details. Yes, yes. If you are a maker looking for a maker uh, job, or if you're a maker job looking for a maker maker, you go to jobs.adafruit.com. <laughs> Here it is. It's uh, free to, to create your profile and also free for employers uh, to do that. I think I saw um, some folks are looking uh, for, for maker folks. So CNC operators, mechanical assemblers, chief robotics officers, PCB manufacturing technicians. So many cool, awesome jobs. Check them out. They're all here and they're all voted, uh, vetted by Lamar and Bill, Mr. Lady Ada. Yeah, if you're watching the show, chances are you are interested in any one number one of these things, so definitely check it out. Again, it's free to create your profile, so please so if you are inclined to. All right, we'll uh, take a look at the next things. Adafruit Daily, yesterday, was it yesterday? The CircuitPython newsletter went out, Python on hardware. Yep. So if you want to uh, check out the daily newsletters that we get, sometimes weekly. Um, adafruitdaily.com is where you'll go to subscribe to those. We have Python on hardware, 3D printing, maker business, IoT monthly, and more. So check out the website, adafruitdaily.com uh, to, to see all of them. Yeah. The once a week newsletter is product focused. You can go to adafruit.com slash newsletter for this one. You can find out all the different newsletters throughout. I mean, all the different products that are added to the, to the week. All right, I think we are ready to jump into what we're working on this week. But uh, really, I wanna um, highlight last week's Learn Guide has been published. It was published later um, after our show. And I just wanted to uh, let folks know in case you missed it, the, the guide's published. And now we have a really nice demo video on YouTube that talks about um, the features and there's some some, some more details in there about the design and, and, and the code and features and things. So check that out if, you, uh, if you're interested in this project. Um, all the files are out. You can get the parts. You can sign up to get notified when some of the things that are out of stock, like the Pico, that one's in high demand right now. But you can get things like the display, which we have a lot to talk about on this display. 
But other than that, last week we did uh, quite a bit of uh, of di deep dive into the project, into the learn guide. So we're not going to do that this week, but just to say it's out, and uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. All right. So this week, it's all about the feather. Okay, the feather is it's is the Kind of the most affordable feather at $12. It has eight megabytes spy flash. It has a STEMA connector on it and it has a USB-C connector on it. So our goal was to kind of create a little demo project and this is it. So we got our feather here. It's powered off a LiPo. That's one of the awesome things about a feather is it has built-in uh, portability features. So you can plug in a LiPo battery and recharge the battery over this USB-C connector. So I have this mounted to a piece of acrylic with some standoffs. It's an M25 kit of standoffs. And the display here is the 1.5 inch OLED grayscale display. And this is the same display that we used in our MIDI Pico project. Very, very awesome. So you can see here it's displaying some of the sensor values from the sensor here. This is the BME, sorry about the focus. I can never focus. It's the BME 680. Let's see if I can get this right in line there. So there's the BME 680. And the most awesome thing I think is that there's no soldering here. These are just Stemma cables that are plugging everything in together. And that's really the beauty of Stemma I squared C sensors. They all just daisy chain and plug in. So you can get your feather, you can get your OLED, you can get your sensor and plug them all in without any soldering. That's bonanzas. Huge shout out to Liz Clark for helping me write the, uh, the demo code here in CircuitPython. So this is all running CircuitPython, the latest version of CircuitPython beta 4. You can download it for free off CircuitPython.org. And uh, also shout out to Lamar for, for getting the, um, the values here to update um, uh, like in real time, which is cool. So if you want to breathe on that, Pedro, and bring up the humidity, we can see that it's actually working. There it is, 52%, 55%, 60%, 64%. We can get it to 70. We're going to move on. Woo! <laughs> so what's really cool about um, about the acrylic, I don't know. I milled it. Not much going on there, but uh, I did do a video this week. It's a layer-by-layer -layer tutorial on how I put together this design in CAD. Uh, it's, it's a good exercise in how to bring in external components into your fusion design and design around those components. I don't promote our GitHub repository enough, but I have 3D models of all of these parts and more on our GitHub repository. If you don't use Fusion 360, you can use our step file. If you use Tinkercad, you can use our STL file. So there's no you know, excuse to like, ah, I don't want to use parts. Uh, so let me run the little kind of demo video. So the Lair by Lair tutorial walks you through Installing all the parts, and here I just want to show you the power of user parameters. So I have this design, it's fully done, and if I want to tweak things like the angle or the width, the height, uh, the thickness of the acrylic, it is all set up with user parameters. So I have that, I show you how to import the parts and how to manage them, and then how to use uh, sketches and joints to stick them so that they can dynamically move when some of the, when some of the dimensions are updated. So here I have the display um, locked to the center of the acrylic panel. It could be anything. It could be 3D printed. It could be cut with a vinyl cutter, or it could be laser cut. So that's why I really like this one, because you can all sorts of manufacturing. You can make this thing. You can print it out and cut it by hand if you want. Um, the point here is, like, how do you create this parametrically driven design? And it's, simp it's really simple. So the, that I took the opportunity to like let me show you step by step and thoroughly walk through uh, the procedure and the steps and kind of why I do it this way. Um, so hopefully that is inspiring. <laughs> it is to me like it 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 really made me rethink and uh, walk through it really slowly. So take your time and and, and take a look at it if, if you're inclined to. I'm inclining you to. <laughs> yeah, is it looping yet? I think it's looping. Yeah, so it's really fun to play with it once it's all set up, and I, I hope that's, uh, that's cool enough. So uh, here it is. Again, I got this 3D printed stand as well. I forgot to mention that as you're updating the angle, like this little slit also updates, which is like just so freaking rad. 
Um, so that's the Feather. Uh, let's take a look at the website, the Feather. If you want to get uh, notified when they're back in stock, you can sign up with your email and put notify me. The Grayscale display is in stock. You've got to hurry now. There's only 16 in stock. This is an awesome display. Again, the first kind of project that we did with it. Down here, you can scroll down. You can see the learn guide for it. And then the, uh, the Pico MIDI arcade controllers right there. Um, yeah. So we got a really nice library in CircuitPython and Arduino support as well. Our favorite new display. Yeah. And, and then we got the, some uh, uh, shout outs on the repository where all of the oh cab crap. parts are Thank you. listed. I to pull it up. Um, so if you go to github.com slash Adafruit, you're going to want to search for CAD. And there it is, CAD parts. I wish it was the first one, but whatever. And there it is. And the way I have it set up is that I have Search the, the page. Yeah, you can search the page by PID. It's the first four numbers here. So the PID is there. Uh, 4741 is the OLED display. So if you search for it this way, you can also read that it says OLED 1.5 inch. Click on that, and then here are the files. The F3D file is the source file with all the uh, sketches in it. And then there's a download button there if you want to grab that. And then in the tutorial, I'll show you how to actually import it, bring it in, and kind of how to futz with it so that it's in the right position and stuff. So there you go. And we have a link to this. We try to put this link in all of the videos. Um, I think it's in the description of this one. If not, I'll put it in. I'll post it every single week. Pedro posts it every single week, too. Excellent. Yeah, I think I was saying something else. Yeah, the temperature sensor is out of stock, but hey, there's a buy on DigiKey button. Uh, a lot of the products are out of stock on Adafruit. You can get them through DigiKey, which will probably ship faster, which is cool um, if you need it now. So you can click on that button if it's, you know, not every product is there, but when you see that there, you can always use DigiKey, our, our one of our partners. And this is a really nice sensor because like you said, it has temperature, humidity, pressure, and gas all in this little package here. And uh, CircuitPython support, of course. And no need to solder any of the breakouts. You just plug it in. <laughs> it's so amazing. My favorite part. Yeah, you just plug it in. <coughs> it's so good. And this is running off the battery. And if I want to recharge the battery, I can't reach. But I just plug that in, and then you'll see that there's a little yellow charging LED that shows up. Yeah. So far, my favorite feather right now. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, eight megabytes of, of spy flash. I can put all sorts of fonts, sound effects, bitmaps, what have you, libraries <laughs> here. I wonder if you could stuff the whole, I think you could put the whole CircuitPython library bundle on here and be like, what's up? What, what's <laughs> missing? Nothing, because I have every library. All right, how's everybody doing in the Discord? Are we hanging out? Everybody is liking all of the CAD. <clears throat> and yep, just plug it in and it works. Sounds like anybody can make these projects. Yes. <laughs> yes, the even the non-programmer, I guess. And then shout outs to Liz for the awesome collab. Yes, Liz, thank you. And then the Moji Parrot. I think we're going to put the Parrot on one of the prototypes mm. that we'll show after. Uh, this guy here. Yeah, so let's Move jump on. in to what are you prototyping this week? All right, Pedro. so here Take is away. what we're prototyping this super cute little egg guardian robot from uh, Zelda Age of Calamity. Here we go. Did I get that right? Is yeah. that the title? Age of Calamity. <laughs> so this is the game. prequel to uh, Breath of the Wild, super popular game, one of our most uh, popular uh, like projects from that. Uh, is actually all of the Zelda projects. Like every month, uh, the CS team does like a monthly report on all of the most popular videos and it's all of the Zelda stuff. The yeah. Guardian Sword, the Guardian Robot, the Shield. What else? Like there's like six different little projects that yeah. always get the top view. So okay, we have to go on and move on to the little Egg Guardian Robot. This was a suggestion from Lamar and Phil who are super inspired by all of the really cool shoulder uh, companion, companion robots. robots. Uh, a lot of those are done by um, uh, Odd J. Yeah, Odd J. Odd J. Uh, uh, Alex Glow from, from Hackster.io. This is have some really cool robots. So of course uh, we had to jump on making one of these, and of course we're gonna have to theme it out to be the Guardian robot. It's such a popular little 
uh, egg robot in terms of it being like a baby, a child. Of course, everybody did that with baby, uh, uh, baby Yoda and what other baby, baby guardians, things, baby guardians. Of course, they're gonna have to follow suit. So it's super awesome little uh, simple robot. Uh, we have a uh, servo in here, of course, running Circuit Python with an itsy bitsy on our F52840. Everything's 3D printed, of course, and we have nice little uh, magnets on the bottom here, so you can have him be your shoulder bot using one of these little shoulder metal thingies that you just put on. Let's go ahead and demo that. Hopefully, it doesn't fall off me. So it's just like a piece of metal with some rubber on it, and when you put that guy on there, he's your little robot companion friend. Good guy. So one of the cool things you could do for upgrading him is like add IoT or uh, IoT, so it could like do some sensor readings, like that we were just showing off here, and like log all that data as you're walking around. Yeah, or you could control it with your uh, mobile with device. Your phone, yeah. With the Blue Fruit app, you can do some things. Right now, it's just running some demo code. Uh, we want to make it so that he's randomly kind of stops and pauses. The NeoPixel ring, uh, we have the LED animation uh, running right now with the CircuitPython library. And uh, nice little close-up view of this guy. Yeah. So of course, still gonna have to go in there and paint all of the gold accents. I was gonna dual extrude it, but uh, it's a little bit of work to do that to yeah, finish it another in like two weeks. Worth of work, yeah. yeah, I'm just gonna go ahead and paint all of the gold accents on there. Uh, you have these nice little snap together uh, feet. Uh, you can add some wire on there or just press fit these out to have them stick into whatever angle you want. So it can be on your desk. Uh, we'll go ahead and jump in and look at the inside of this guy. Yeah, go to the, the overhead. You can see that uh, this guy is held on with these little clips here on the bottom. You have a custom horn on here, and you can see the NeoPixel ring and the servo that is attached to the center of the body here. Go ahead and look at the underside of this guy. Of course, all snap fit yes. together parts. So this pops out like that. And you can see where the magnet and the NRF52840 is all housed in here with some nice little walls or hold it in place. And you have access to your USB connection here. You have your slide switch on the other side to turn that guy on and off. You're gonna add a LiPo charger on here so you just charge the battery. We just have a 420 uh, milliamp hour battery or the 350s fit in here. Uh, it's a little, the 500s are a little bit too big to fit inside the body there. And uh, yeah, everything's held, or plugged in with these uh, Mullix connectors uh, to make it easy to disassemble or assemble. So uh, you can... Uh, May I pop his eye out? Yeah, you can pop his eye out. So to, you can uh, fold everything through the little hole. It's so cute. Nice little uh, translucent diffuser for his eyeball there. Yeah. And then on the bottom here, you have the uh, these nice little clips that we have in stock. Uh, these magnets are were used for uh, small little boards like a Circuit Playground Express. So you can have a nice little magnetic pin to make a custom badge. Wow, that's a great click sound. Can you snap it in? Yeah, yeah. All these, it. a lot of snap fit parts snap, on snap, here. Snap. A lot of work in figuring out all the tolerance uh, to work on these. I did test these on the uh, Cruelties, the Ultimakers, mm, yes. make sure that all the tolerances work across all that. Uh, these do print with supports. I can show you what that looks like right yeah. here. So here's a demo of live support removal. So oh, I didn't grab supports. any of my tools to actually remove it, but sure, you can, can see. Grab it while you yeah, so out. it's just using the flat pliers. And uh, one of the tricks here is that you don't have to use such a high density when, when using supports. So this is just 4% uh, for the density, and you can see just how dense it looks. Uh, it would be a lot more filled in if it was like at the default of 20%. And uh, we're have, we have a, uh, the roof enabled for supports, and I'll show that off. So let's go ahead and do a live demo of removing these. And the other trick too is to have the extrusion width uh, all the way down to 0.2. Usually the extrusion width for printing is like 4, you know, 0 0.4, 0.38. Uh, go ahead and lower that for supports to 0.2. So it makes them nice and thin. And I'm gonna make a mess here. <laughs> okay. Get me the trash can over there. Yeah. It's right behind you. Is this even a frame? Yep. And here you go. Let's get the spudger just to speed things up. You can see how nice and clean all this comes off. So the uh, support or the Z distance for the roof here is set to 0.21. Uh, 
and that was after a bunch of tests of having it like 0.18, 0.2. This the roof, yeah, this, this is the roof, roof right here. Okay. And again, the the, in, the density for this is like 4%. And then you can see here all of the super clean. So if this was 20% kind of the default. Oh my God, it'd be, it'd be impossible. Kind of impossible. Yeah, you would break all, and especially look at all these walls. You have walls that are printing in the air when it's uh, uh, yeah. first starting out. Yeah. You can see the slide switch here, all the ports inside there. This would completely fall apart if you had anything that w that fuses when you use such a low uh, Z uh, height for the uh, supports in the roof. So yeah, just a little bit more cleanup of that, but you can see that all of the little uh, parts in here print perfectly with having adjusting your supports to have those settings. Yeah. So we have these little um, these chamfers here that are actually gripping onto the board. And then for the slide switch, you can see you have all these walls that allow the posts to uh, poke out through mm -hmm. and um, the wires to connect to down here. And then uh, supports right here. And then one of the other things that I did, um, I did these aren't custom supports. These are just generated by Cura. Uh, the other trick to not have supports print like completely everywhere is to have the angle for supports actually be 85 or 86 uh, degrees. Yeah, if you have any. Yep, I do. Definitely recommend that. I have cut all of my fingers <laughs> trying to remove these by hand. So definitely pick up some of the flush cutters or some of these um, pliers will greatly help and uh, make sure you don't cut up all your hands. <laughs> but yeah, uh, all the, and there is a brim too. And the options for the brim is have it, uh, I think the default is brim only on the outside. You want to make sure that is turned off so it puts brims on both sides of your object. Yeah, anytime you're printing a, a thin walled thing where it's mm -hmm. just perimeters, definitely on the inside and the outside yeah. apply that brim. Yeah, so uh, here's where the LiPo backpack will plug into, or screw into. We have a nice little... Oh, interesting. Uh, on the side wall. Side, yeah. yeah, that's a good use yep. of space. You can fit all of that. And of course, I'll clean up the wires, make them a bit more uh, smaller so everything is nice and tidy. But yeah, just some tips on having some super clean supports. I did see some people online saying that, oh yeah, you can use uh, you know, dual extrusion. And we've done that many times with uh, breakaway material and yeah, PVA. But we wanted to focus on what would be more accessible to people. We want to make sure that everybody can print these. So I did spend time on figuring out the supports for that. Sweet. So yeah, this will be, uh, I think, two weeks from now. And then let me just put this guy back together. You can see all the snap fit parts. It took forever to figure out uh, to have this snap fit in without having any of these break off. Yeah, they're nice So the strength and all that, the, uh, what do we call these? The, the little nubs. posts that just, nubs that just snap in into your nub or into your uh, horn there. I can get that nicely lined up. Yeah. Let's see. There we go. So it clips onto there and there we go. That's no, fine. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the inside of there. And we're going to try to summon the dragon, uh, Mr. Phil Burgess, to see if we can add some random servo movements and some nice swirly animation because in the uh, in the game he has like red and blue swirls. I don't want to get all complicated and add like a uh, matrix to his eye or anything like that. So just simple uh, beginner project for uh, uh, ring servo. in there. Yeah. yeah, very nice little servo based projects. All right, and that is what we're working on for this lovely little companion robot. Yes, and that uh, to Revoice Bruce saying, uh, life's lesson, 3D printing lesson, a little bit of support, go a long ways. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Very good. All right, so in two weeks. Oh yeah, and the little eye just pops right in like that. There you go. There you go. And you can actually see like the swirling of the uh, LED in there. A little tough to tell with the when I it's just the blue yeah. and with it moving around. Oh yeah, and the light too. Yeah, the you can kind of see it. Can't wait for that red addition to that little uh, little swirl there. Yeah, I think it'd be cool. cool to have a color picker as well with the Bluefruit app, so we can change the color. Good idea. Or if I want him to go left, you'll go left, yeah. go right, and just kind of puppeteer him Super with cool. your with your iOS device mm -hmm. uh, over Bluetooth, which yep. is uh, awesome. And then uh, Lamar was suggesting having like some holes in here so you can uh, have the bendable wire so you can mm -hmm. um, more easily. Yeah, so it'll uh, stay posed. Bend. 
when you uh, yeah because right now you gotta like mm, pop I these see, out so a you little can kind bit of pop it out so that the uh the reliefs are kind of tugging onto yeah. the ball socket mm -hmm. good use of ball pop sockets. them in like that and they'll wiggle oh, around again clicks. yeah so many oh, clicks <laughs> And triangles and pyramids, like that's Zelda. That's the iconic shape. Yeah. It's nice to see the, the legs are these really nice pyramids. Yeah, I really like his design. It's like a futuristic uh, relic. That's yeah. what the, the design yeah. aesthetic that There's is always with Time warps and time travel Zelda. going on. Yeah. Uh, these tools are really awesome tools. We have all of these in the, in the, in the shop. So this is the spudger tool. You got your flush hako. Right? Is it Hakko? And this one's Hakko too? Yep. Or maybe it's not Hakko, it's something. Haku or something. Anyway, uh, <laughs> these are the flush uh, nose ones, right? Pliers, and then these are the flush diagonal cutters and the spudger tool, which is my favorite tool for, for uh, getting in between things to pry it open. My prying tool, and it has two different edges here. You can get all those in the shop by searching. Spudger or flush snips, pliers. All right. Cool, cool. Keep it moving on with some more prototypes. I being have rainbows. On. I have so many rainbows. I can't wait to show you. So you might remember uh, a project with an 8x8 matrix. This is double. This is 16 by 16 NeoPixels. Here's the back here. I've rewired it to this 3-pin JST connector. And one of the things to power this thing, you kind of need an external power thing, right? Like an external power supply. I got here my my uh, feather double feather feather doubler, which lets me have a feather and a feather wing. One of my favorite ways to power NeoPixels is with the Prop Maker feather wing. It has this three-pin JST connector on it, so I just plug this in, and this is running CircuitPython LED animation library. So what I did was 3D printed and designed this uh, grid with these little reliefs, these little uh, cutouts for the capacitors that are strung across the arrangement there. So the idea is that this fits over here, line it up nicely, and then we stock this black LED acrylic in the shop, and it's a really great way to diffuse your NeoPixel LEDs. So this here shows the, the grid separating the light so that you have these really nice diffused squares that are all nicely uh, packed together to make this fun effect. So the idea is to make um, a frame and a, a thing to house it, because right now it's not, I, I need another part, but yeah, it's about 10 millimeters thick, which is kind of the magic number for uh, the distance for getting good diffusion here on this black LED acrylic. Um, so that's what I'm working on. I'm hoping to get some party parrots here at some point. You always need a party parrot on yeah. a matrix display. But this is so cool. Like the display behind me is like 12 by 12 pixels. It's a 16. It's so 256 pixels are here, and I'm just powering it off a USB port off this computer here, thanks to the Prop Maker Featherwing, which has a circuitry to power all the pixels um, nicely. And this, of course, in Circuit Python. So uh, the code's right there. I can just disconnect it, plug it back in. Super, super easy. So if you've got yourself one of these displays um, and you're looking for something to do with it, I think this could be a sweet clock IoT project, you know, display party parrots. It's beautiful. So I, I just think it's a really fun one. And uh, I've been meaning to do something bigger. Um, so we do have this small version of it with the 8x8. Um, this is it. Basically, we're going to do the same thing, but with the bigger display, right? You got your feather in the back there, and uh, same kind of JST thing. I'm able to power it off the 3 volts here at the 3 volt pin because there's only so many pixels, 8 by 8. Um, so yeah, and this is running CircuitPython 2 with the pixel buffer library, so I can have some text running there. But yeah, this is the 8 by 8 one. 16 by 16 one is in the works. So I hope you guys like that. Prop Maker Featherwing. Uh, if you want to pick that up, I have a link to it. And of course, a link to the display. So the display, I mean, the Matrix is a little pricey. It's got a bunch of pixels, 256. It's out of stock right now. So if you want to sign up, you can get notified when uh, they're back in stock. Or you can check it out on DigiKey and see if, uh, if that's in stock. But yeah, that is the, the thing. And here's the, all the things you can do, right? All the learn guides. 
like the um, displaying bitmaps and text on your NeoPixel grids. It's a good one here from uh, Melissa. And then um, the black LED acrylic is in stock. We, have, we sell it in, in two different variants, 12 by 12 inch sheet. So you can cut it down to size, which is what I'm going to do here. And then we also have one size for one of the RGB uh, LED displays. It's only 10 bucks right now, and we have them in stock. So if you want to pick them up, um, these are a little bit thinner than the stuff that you can get from like tap plastics. So it offers a better diffusion, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, so we have that. And then uh, here's that learn guide for the square LED, for the square NeoPixel 8x8 thing. We do have a learn guide on, on this one, and it uses the, uh, the 8x8 64 pixel uh, matrix, which is like a PCB, it's not a flexible. I think we also have an inflexible version, um, but this one's like the hard PCB version. And yeah, it's flexible, right? right. And then here's the prop maker featherwing. Uh, we currently have it in stock for the variant that has the assembled headers, which is cool. I'm using it here with a doubler feather wing, which is great uh, for, for these type of projects where I, I need to kind of prototype this before I stuff it in something. So if you want to pick this one up, it's in stock right now. You can check it out. It's one of my favorite feather wings, the Prop Maker Feather Wing. I, uh, I like it a lot, <laughs> not just for props. This could be a prop, why not? Look at that rainbow. Ah, oh, it's so good. Doesn't it make you feel great? Like, oh man, it's stressed it's out. Super See vibrant. these rainbows, I'm like, okay, you know, maybe life's not so bad. People are liking it in the chat. You know, <laughs> requesting party parrot. Yes. And then, yeah, uh, Jim's saying that the grid really does help in it's preventing so light leaking. Nice. I can't wait to show you guys like it's how so I modeled it because like I'm really jazzed about it. This thing's kind of heavy. Like it's a lot of PLA. It took ten hours to print. It's bananas. I could have cut this out of paper faster, but it wouldn't be as precise unless I used it. I mean, you can, I yeah, you can layer up the uh, pieces of chipboard, maybe. Uh, well, you know. But even that takes a. This is a what's bit. really important: is these releases. Oh here, yeah, because you can't now do it's that. flush. Yeah. With the the PCB, uh, the flex PCB, and you have this really nice, like look how look how clean that is right there. Show me that again. Yeah, sure. So with those reliefs, you can really flush it up against there. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, and uh, 160 by 160 centimeters is what is required in terms of like, the bed of your 3D printer. Yeah. Yeah. I have one more tip about this. You definitely want to do a little sample when you're, when you're modeling. That's what I did here because I did the mistake of printing this whole thing and yeah, not testing it out. And it's, <laughs> it's garbage and I feel bad about it. But don't do that. So always remind myself here, always do like a little test piece first. And this is a four by four. So let's uh, kind of put it in there and, and see if it fits. <laughs> That's kind of a neat effect. But yeah, there you go. That's how I was able to test it. And then I knew confidently like, okay, I can make the big version. And uh, I finally figured out the right kind of set of math equation to uh, to make this parametrically driven so that I can do any any uh, pixel count, any pixel arrangement, which is really cool. Looks so good with yeah. that on there. <laughs> it does, it's, it's quite fun. So that's what we're working on. Yay. Thanks folks. <laughs> got Hugh, uh, Hugo saying that make one that's one by seven, red only, and put it on the front of your car. Be like, uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, crap, just forgot the name. It Kit? is flexing, no. so. Mm. The car, Knight Rider. Night Raider? Yeah, I forget his name. Kit. Sweet. All right, well, I think we're ready to jump into uh, Community Makes, right? Yeah, let's go ahead and check out this week's Community Makes. This is, uh, this is one that is offered by GitHub. It's the Skyline. Uh, it it's like a visualizer for all of your GitHub commits and your libraries. This yeah. one is from Lady Ada from 2020. Yeah, so it's a it's a cool like visualizer uh, for yeah. all of your uh, GitHub. So it's dynamically generated, mm -hmm. and you can pop, pop in your username if you have a GitHub profile, and you can see your your kind of what would you say your your progress. I'm gonna get. I, I, I didn't read into it. Sorry, I just grabbed. Uh, Lamar and Phil just sent me the the website. We're like, hey, print this out, make a time lapse. So um, 
I think it's like all the GitHub commits and the libraries and all that. Your activity, yeah. Activity. Oh, and this one is for 2020. So I'm going to guess this is like all split up by like month. And you can kind of tell where the pandemic happened, I think. Whoa. <laughs> you can see the dip here. Oof. And but then, then a huge spike. And then it spikes up. It's a city. This is Lamar's city. Yeah. Her, her activity mm -hmm. in GitHub rendered as a city skyline. Yeah, mm. she, she had some, oh, that kind of matches. She had sure some does. suggestions on, uh, I think John's made a project where it like shows you how many stars like certain um, okay. repos have or like how many commits you've made or libraries. So you can definitely add a nice little screen on there somewhere to uh, see the rest of the stats to whatever uh, repository you're following. Yeah, you can use the URL and just type in your username at the, generate at the it for you. end and it'll just generate it for you. I could show you mine, but it's pretty flat. <laughs> That's exactly what some people are saying. Really PT flat. even said the same thing. Yeah. Like, use mine. Don't use mine. Yeah. <laughs> use Lamar's. So you can have a nice... Uh, Here, I'll go to it now. And, uh, it's going to slow down the, oh, the, yeah. the stuff. They're using, using some nice... Like, mm -hmm. 3D. So it's yeah. 3D in your browser. But it's it looks super cool. nice. It has like a nice little song yeah. that goes along with it. Oh, nice it little animation build. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. It's like it very... By, uh, um, it's VR ready, I guess. You can print it on just This looks this is like Tron Whoa. feel, like the retro, uh, what is the retro futuristic look yeah. at the Skyline City. Hopeful for the future type yeah. thing, I hope. So you can <laughs> download the STL file and that's what it's generated as. Mm -hmm. So if we wanted to do mine, I guess I could put the DJ Ekin. Yanni is saying that he tr uh, transformed his into a, a 3MF. A 3MF? Is that Cura? Project. I think that's a, a file that lets you do like color, like different colors and oh. stuff. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, speaking of colors, this is using the rainbow silk filament. Here's mine. Oh, Those wow. are my, uh, my 2020. All I do, guys, is CAD. So this is just me uploading CAD. You can see what months I uploaded tons of CAD here. I wonder what the correlation f uh, for each section, like uh, what is right. that on the Y, on the Y axis? Oh right, the Z axis going up, right? No, like these right here, like, you know how here there's rows. Back. Like what, what, what row is this here on the back compared to what row is on the front? Mm. Mm. I have no clue. <laughs> oh, Andy's, Andy's uh, Andy Calloway suggesting a cool fly through. Yeah, that would have been, actually I did try doing that, but the did phone you? with the state, um, the gimbal, mm -hmm. it was too shaky. Oh. But uh, yeah, I really wanted to do like a fly through like that. It just didn't look good at all. <laughs> it looks good here. Cool. Uh, Jim is saying that the columns are the weeks. Ah. Okay, columns are the weeks. Okay. <clears throat> so if we look at it this way, mm -hmm. maybe? Is that more accurate of uh... a <laughs> death? Did you, did you Star Trek? You uh, yeah, so I scaled this to the bed size. So it, I think it's like half the size when you download it. I just made it big to. Uh, have it look nice on the time lapse, which didn't end up looking as nice as I wanted. The uh, retraction settings oh were boy. completely wrong, so that's why it's all stringy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you are able to clean that up pretty nice. Yeah. So nice way to uh, have like a little trophy. Um, I, I saw GitHub was like awarding people trophies. Yeah. And uh, this is a really nice one to look so. back yeah. at 2020. What what commits were you doing on 2020? I always feel like this is gonna spell something. <laughs> mm, yeah. But yeah, this is a really cool one that anybody can uh, print. And as you've seen, it gives you a little link to uh, have one made at Shapeways. Yeah. Which, yeah, you can see how much that would cost. <laughs> Ooh. Maybe know. a small one. Maybe a small one. Maybe like a keychain uh, key <laughs> or a necklace out of it. Sweet. That'd actually be pretty cool, huh? Like in gold or something. One of the jewelry uh, metals. Cool. Okay, cool. All right, and let's look at the, some other community makes that came in this week. We got some stuff off the old thingiverse. So let's look at the first one. This is a make by Suso Star. Posted this up. Uh, this is our yet another Keyblade. This is from the video game series Kingdom Hearts. This is the Keyblade. It's a really fun kit that you can print and it all screws together and snap fit sort of <laughs> um, awesome this is printed on the Creelty Ender 3 Pro so nice love seeing our, our uh, cosplay props printed by folks the next one here is the uh, the hey. Lego compatible webcam 
cover up. So this is a nice little um, quick print that you can make uh, to have adorn your monitor or whatever else, laptop, um, with your thing. And this was remixed as well, uh, so it would fit a Dell laptop, an old nice. Dell laptop. <laughs> Excellent. And the reminder again to uh, watch out for the sensors that are on the cameras so it doesn't mm, mess right. with any like the ambient sensors or anything like oh, that. Cool. And then the last one we have here is a hey. make from Andrew Ski, who posted up the NES gamepad for the Pi badge, the 83 Pi badge. And this is really cool. Look at the texture here. Oh, I like I think it's texture. a perforated kind of bed. I've never... I saw I someone folks, in uh, the printing group they like DIY'd their own texture for the bed, yeah, and it is, was something like that. This is excellent. Yeah, it reminds me of carbon fiber or something. Yeah, yeah. It's super cool. Um, nice and chunky. And if you're going to play with it a lot, this really helps your thumbs. <laughs> this is why Pedro made it. It was all oh my god, yeah. By like use case, like mm -hmm. hey, I really need this. Uh, the description says I had to print the thumb washer twice to get it to work right, but it feels so good. It's printed on the Creel TCR 10. So it's washer. Oh, is it this thing? Is that? I didn't design it, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't remember it naming I know, it that. I know. I'm, just, I'm just joshing you, man. Yeah. Oh, so that is this week's post. community makes. Thank you, everybody, for sharing their makes with us. Like, these just come in through email, so I store them. Oh, there's a really cool one. Did you get the tweet on the Darksaber blade? Printed in one piece on the belt printer. Give me a link. Oh, that was tweeted at us. Couple days ago, I'm pretty sure. Oh, I said, Pedro, make sure you man. store that. And you never oh, I did. I did. I I put it in the um, community makes. Oh. It should be a tweet link. Was it removed? No. Yeah, maybe it was removed. Dang, it was so cool. Yes. Yeah, it was with the 3D print mill printer as well. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. The CR30 said he printed it yeah, the I blade in one piece, and he also did some edits to it. There's Let me a version scroll history. Maybe I could do the version history and pull it up. Let me scroll down the Twitter mentions <laughs> here. <laughs> Dang, it was so cool. He made it longer as well, made the thickness, I think like two millimeters. Um, added some recesses in there to fit the um, the new pixel strip that he went with. I feel like I'm getting close. No, oh, I've reached the end of Twitter API. <laughs> I busy. locked up the machine uh, <laughs> trying to look where the... Dang it. <laughs> yeah, we're a little... Here it is. I found it. I can't, oh. I can't touch it, though. I can't edit oh. this, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well. Do, do you want to... Oh, you want me to type it in? I think it's working now. No, it's not. It's very bizarre. Twitter.com slash N-A-K. Okay. Oh, there it is. My history. Cool. Pedro posted in the uh, Discord, and then I'll load it up here. Makers find a way, okay? <laughs> there it is. And you can see the, the height difference on the uh, one you made and the edit he applied so, to it. Uh, I guess White Knight is the person's name. Knack 3D Designs. Thank you so much for posting this. Uh, here's the photo. <laughs> the giant There's the detail on the stuff that he uh, is it like a the thread? blade. Wow, some that recesses is super in it. And this is printed in whatever orientation printer. that oh, yeah, works yeah. the best for a belt printer, which we haven't played yeah, with that. yet. But look at that detail; it's phenomenal. It looks just like mine. Um, wow. And with that glitter black, looks great. Which we found a really good, cheap, high-quality glitter black from everyone. Uh, the uh, brand, everyone. Let me see if I can find it on Amazon for you guys. Sweet. Because we like the filamentum stuff, but it takes a while. There's only like one distributor in the U.S. The price isn't the best. This one's like 24 bucks, I want to say. Yeah. Sweet. Shout out to uh, Knack 3D Designs. Galaxy. Yeah, this one is Galaxy. Uh, is this galaxy sparkly glitter black? <laughs> nice. And uh, what well, you pasted that somewhere? I'm getting the is the link for that if you guys want to try out this filament. We love it. 
We do have some time. I have some parts in the other room that are printed um, with that filament, right? Oh. Uh, the dark saber parts. Okay. I guess I'll bring them um, while we. Uh, oh, there it is. Yeah. So and we tried the black as well as the purple one as well. Uh, actually, can I show the purple one? No. Well, here's the blue one. The blue one. And the purple one. Oh, and the red. I think we got all of these because they were just so good. I don't know where my. There it is. So here's what the blue one looks like. Got the side oh, there. Yeah, I forgot. We got like every one of the colors because we like them so much. They have purple, black, blue, red. Mm, okay, excellent. Uh, turn that focus off here. Let's see the manual. Okay, go closer. Let's see the glitter and on there. Do... No clogging on the nozzles. Let's be clean. Good layer adhesion. And uh, when you print it a uh, flat surface on a powder coated bed, you get that nice texture here like this one. Yeah, so this is pretty good filament. It's, uh, is it like the $20 price range as well? It is, is it 26? Okay. Oh. Save an extra in? four bucks when you apply this coupon by clicking here. Yeah. Why would you not click on it? There's mm -hmm. the guard. So I gotta assemble this at some point. Well, and this like delivers tomorrow. That's another thing too. These grab the ship so quick. Yeah, so cool filament. Good price, suggestions good for uh, some galaxy sparkling glitter. <laughs> It's too long, man. <laughs> yeah, and it's not rough either. Like, it still feels smooth. Yeah. That overhang. All that's overhang. Hmm. This is a great little plate for like. I know, right? Like displaying <laughs> stuff. Excellent. Well, I think, I think that's gonna do it. Yeah, right? tonight. The show. Um, yeah. So thanks, everybody. We're Jump back at here tonight. We're gonna be hosting. Food show and tell. This is the place where everybody comes and shows off their awesome projects they're working on, their maker spaces, or just like retro tech, anything that is interesting, like yeah, not progress. just electronics or 3D printing, but like um, crafts and wearables and all that cool stuff that has uh, technology or interest in like art type projects. So definitely stop by there, show off your awesome stuff or your workspace or things your kids are working on. And then stay tuned after that for a full hour of Lamar Phil on Ask an Engineer. If you have any questions that are technical, like somebody was asking, like, are we leaving C++ for Circuit Python? Well, a lot of the libraries and the hard-coded yeah, stuff is in, is in C++. So no, we're not going to be leaving that in favor of Circuit Python. So a lot of stuff is made in. You can ask more technical questions like that. Some people was asking about some OLE drivers. Uh, definitely head over to the Discord. There's a lot more people there that would know exactly what uh, products and drivers to check out for your specific project. Yeah, so there we go. That's uh, later tonight. You can, um, you can get invited by uh, clicking on the StreamYard link that we'll paste uh, like five minutes before the show starts, which is 7.30 p.m. ET. So 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time tonight. And then tomorrow is John Park's workshop. Thursdays at 4 p.m. Fridays are Deep Dives with Scott at 2 p.m. Pacific Time or 5 p.m. Eastern Time. And then the start of the week is on the Sunday with, from the desk of Lady Ada. She does uh, the great search with DigiKey, um, some work in progress stuff as well. And then on Mondays is the CircuitPython meeting um, this is where the community, the core devs, come together live and chat about um, what's going on with CircuitPython, things that folks are working on, and a quick uh, uh, preview of the, uh, the Python and Hardware weekly newsletter. Every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time in the Discord um, channel. Did the thing stop recording? Nope, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I think the battery died. Cool. And there we go. That is a Monday. And then Tuesdays is JP's product pick of the week. Yesterday, JP did a great one. So check it out. Definitely check that one out. Yeah. It is using knobs on the uh, feather. Cool, yeah, it's RPF cool. 2040 feather with some awesome knobbiness. Yeah. Some Definitely a cool project coming out for that. So stuff. cool. Sweet. And then this show here is on Wednesdays at uh, 11 a.m. Eastern Time. 
Thank you all for Thank joining you, us every single morning, evening, afternoon, and night, wherever you are around the globe. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with that. <laughs> we'll see you guys uh, next week or tonight. Don't forget, make, make a great, a great day. day. See you later tonight. Bye, everybody.